All right, welcome back to The Word Podcast. I'm Julian Spivey, the editor, lead writer, creator of The Word. Uh, you can find us online at thewordwebzine.weebly.com. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter by searching at The Word Webzine. And you can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. We record through Anchor. You can hear us there. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Most of the other big ones. Uh, I'm happy today to be joined by my friend Tyler Glover, who you've probably heard on the show before if you're a long-time listener. And we are excited today to introduce a hopeful series that I want to do called My Fantasy Set List, where I'm going to be joined by a different guests for this series. They're going to pick an artist that they're either going to see or have seen or want to see. And they're going to basically craft a 15-song set list of if they could choose what the artist was going to play when they saw them, what they would choose and why. Uh, Tyler is going to see Lady Gaga on the Chromatica Ball Summer Stadium Tour. He is going to see her third stop, I believe, or or, uh, let's see, I think it started uh, in Toronto last night, the North American leg. So he's going to see her third American stop at Wrigley Field in Chicago on August 15th. So about a week from now. Uh, Tyler, are you looking forward to that? Oh, yes. 100% excited. Have you seen Lady Gaga before? No, this will be my first time to get to see her in person. I know your all-time favorite uh, singer uh, and artist uh, from from many podcasts and articles on the word is Taylor Swift. But where does uh, Lady Gaga rank on your list? Is she right behind Swift? absolutely if i had to rank artists it would definitely be taylor swift first followed by lady gaga second so this is a pretty big deal for you yes i never thought i would never get to see her either so this is really exciting yeah well will this be the furthest you've ever traveled uh for a concert actually yeah Yeah. it will be the farthest i've went for one that's a pretty long way but i'm sure uh, lady gaga will be uh well worth it oh yeah i think so so let's get right into the crafting of your Lady Gaga fantasy set list. Um, as most people who've been to concerts know, the opener is always an important song to start off a concert with a bang. Uh, it's usually a big hit, sometimes a recent one. It's something that really gets the audience's, uh, audience's attention right from the very start. You want to get them in hooked right from the start uh tyler what have you chosen as your opener for your fantasy lady gaga show so i will tell you the one that i chose is what might actually get would get some funny reactions from people honestly um because it is a top 10 hit but you definitely it's not one of the ones you just immediately think of when you think of lady gaga um but i chose um applause um, for her, her art pop album as the one that I would like her to start it with because I just think it I just imagined when I was trying to think of how it would open I just kept thinking of those um, pulsating synths um, in the, at the beginning of it where it's just like do 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 and I just started thinking about how much excitement that would build if they like kept playing that over and over and over again mm-hmm. knowing that she's about to come out and it just like it just I could see the excitement level from that kind of melody playing just to really would really get us going plus i thought it would be kind of ironic because she's saying i'm here for the i live for the applause and she's there for our applause so i thought it would be kind of ironic in a way too so i def i thought that that would be a great way to start out the show it would be a a really a good way to start out the show 
And uh, surprisingly, uh, at her uh, show that she just did last night in Toronto, um, she didn't even perform the song the entire uh, show, um, which seems like a surprise. It was a, a number four Billboard uh, Hot 100 hit in uh, 2013. So that's kind of a surprise to me. And what you said uh, is really a... Uh, great reason to to pick it as an opener you would think that it was one a big a big hit for her and uh being a um, uplifting uh song you would think that it would be one that we'd be you'd see on her uh set list but maybe maybe when she's in chicago she'll throw that one in yeah maybe yeah all right basically what we're going to do now is we're going to get to the the meat of the concert where most of the songs are going to be performed um you can pick them in any or uh, I mean, we'll go two through 12, but uh, if you had a specific reasoning for choosing them in, in a certain order, let us know if you just wanted uh, to list your basically 10 favorite songs in this spot. That's, that's great as well. Uh, but uh, what would you list second after an opener of applause? So, and uh, I, I guess I was very ironic with this, the way I did the set list. Um, because the next song I chose was um, after the opener would be Just Dance. And I thought that would be great because that was um, one of her first number. I don't know if it was her first top one hit. I actually think it might have been because it was, um, it was in um, uh, 2000 and let's see, 2008. It was her first career number one hit. Yes. And so it'd be, it takes us back and it also kind of sets the tone for like just dance you know like i i just imagine like you know every time i go to a concert i'm you know i'm the kind of person that you know there's different kinds of people at concerts i'm the i'm the one that i you know i've worked my job at the whole week i'm coming out i'm gonna dance like crazy i don't care who's looking at me you know and you know just to have lady gaga just tell me you know what just dance i'm gonna just dance you know and uh you know, I just thought that that would be a great way for her to be like, hey, this is, you know, I'm here for the applause and now you just dance, you know. Well, you might be in Lady Gaga's head a bit here because, I, as again, I'm looking at the set list for her show last night. Again, this would have been August 6th and Toronto at the Rogers Center there in Canada. And the second song she performed on her set list last night was Just Dance. Oh, well, that's. We so, were kind of thinking the same. <laughs> so good, good reasoning for placing at number two on your fantasy set list. Um, what do you have at number three? So for number three, um, I chose um, Love Game because um, I kind of thought the basically the way I kind of arranged these was um, I kind of thought it would be kind of great to like start, you know, like towards the beginning and towards the end, they would kind of be like alternating for various reasons, you know, like but I kind of thought it would be really good to kind of, if if possible, and if it made sense to sort of keep it like in order from how she did it. Um, Cause it just kind of gets you in that era. Cause I know sometimes people are like, Oh, just dance. You know, I also loved love game and paparazzi from that era, you know? And like, you know, you kind of get your mind in that era and it kind of, instead of it skipping around, it's kind of like, Oh, okay, here we are now I'm back in 2008, you know, for these next few songs. And um, you know, so um, I chose love game. Um, as the next one, um, and then followed by Paparazzi. Yeah, uh, Love Game was off her uh, solo debut album, The Fame. Uh, the, it was released as a single, her f fourth single off that album in 2009, and went to number five on the chart. She did perform it last night in, uh, in 
uh, Toronto, which is the most recent concert on our tour as we're recording this episode. Uh, and then you've got uh, Paparazzi, uh, which was um, a number six hit in 2009, right after Love Game, as you just mentioned, also from the fame. Uh, I am surprised to see, uh, while looking at her uh singles list that paparazzi which is more familiar to me as kind of a novice lady gaga listener was actually one spot lower on the hot uh, 100 billboard chart than love game was which is a song that i don't i don't really find myself to be that familiar with yeah i i agree um paparazzi is actually if i'm being honest it's definitely in my top three my top three kind of change as far as like what my favorite song is, but it's definitely in my top three. It's And it's actually the song that made me a Lady Gaga fan because oh. she, um, Just Dance, and I, I'd heard Just Dance, I'd heard Poker Face. Um, you know, I'd heard, I think at that, I don't, don't remember if Love Game had been out by that time, but I know I'd heard everything she'd put out before. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'll kind of listen to it if it's on the radio. And I do like it. But Paparazzi is the one where like, oh my gosh, this is an artist I'm going to be following like for her career and um so i was actually because you know i've looked at um some of her set lists from the chromatica tour and i'm really sad that i have not seen it on there so i don't think i'm gonna get my wish to see that one and i'm kind of sad about it yeah she did um, last night in toronto uh, so do you, do you uh have a theory as to why you think she may have dropped paparazzi from her um recent set list does she just have too many massive hits at this uh, moment? And of course, she'll probably want to play quite a bit from her most recent uh, album, uh, Chromatica, which this tour was going to be earlier, but COVID pushed it back to this year. Yeah. And judging based on the set list, you know, that I've seen, I think I honestly feel like the only reason that I can honestly think for why it would not be there is because of her playing. She is playing, you know, quite a few songs from Chromatica. So I feel like, you know, it's, you know, she had to find some to drop in order to really promote the record, you know, to um, the whole album. And um, so I think, I, I honestly feel like that's probably the reason I feel like um, I feel, I feel like that. Cause I, cause from what I read, paparazzi was a part of her set list at every other tour Mm -hmm. so this would be the first one for not to and to see so many chromatica songs that just makes me think that would probably be the reason yeah all right so you've got through the top four on your set list what do you have at number five so at number five um i chose um another song that's in my top three that i always battle with um is edge of glory Mm -hmm. um from her born this way album um i absolutely love this song and when i think of um like those songs up until this point like applause just dance love game paparazzi like i feel like applause gets the energy going just dance is like you know it's it's upbeat but it's like not as full throttle love game's kind of the same way paparazzi picks it up a little bit more edge of glory is just like full on like at the end of that song when she's like I'm on the edge with you, with you, with you. When she's at that point, every time I hear it in the car, I'm slashing my head back and forth. Like, it's probably a wonder I don't hit hurt somebody in front of me because it's just like that is like the moment where it's like full on. And so I wanted it to kind of build into a point where you're finally like, yes, this is where it is. And um, I feel like Edge of Glory kind of like helps cap off that moment of like building. Yeah. 
Well, at the Edge of Glory, of course, off the Born This Way album was a number three Billboard Hot 100 hit in 2011. And I believe it's actually the song. It's got a great saxophone solo from Clarence Clemens, who is a... Um, uh, was a, a longtime member of the E Street Band for Bruce Springsteen, my all-time favorite artist, and I believe this was his last uh, rec- record, um, at, at least uh, that he recorded before he died. There were some with Springsteen that came out after his death that he had recorded previously, but I think this was the last record he worked on, was The Edge of Glory. What do you have uh, next on your set list? So next I chose, because I feel like, you know, at concerts, you know, you want to build... And then you want to kind of scale back and get to that slower part um, before you start building again. And I, as I was trying to think of like what song would be perfect to transition, you know, a little bit kind of where it kind of keep it the momentum going, but also kind of almost be a ballad form too. And what I came up with was Shallow, her Oscar winning song, because I feel like it keeps the energy leveled going low key just a little bit more but still to the point where you're swaying your arms and still excited about the song and i felt like that would be a good transition into getting her to songs on the piano yes and uh and getting back to the edge of glory last night in toronto she performed that acoustic on on piano as well and i'm sure this is coming will be definitely in a uh uh kind of a set with some of her um a star is born performances uh and it also like you said performed on piano um yeah that would be a great great song to hear of course it's the song that won uh lady gaga her academy award yes yes um right. so yeah go ahead oh sorry so um i was gonna say too like and one of the things i love about these um about pop artists um is when they do go have these like full throttle dance songs, but then they strip songs back and show, you know, like the meat of it. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, they can really wow you with songs that you don't really think about it. Like when they scale it back and they do acoustic versions, you really can kind of see that sometimes songs that you're just sitting there dancing to, they kind of like when you're kind of like scaled back and really thinking about the words, like you're like, whoa, this is a deeper song than I thought it was, you know? And um, that's one of the things I love about acoustic versions. Yeah, so we've got through uh, six songs on on the set list so far. We're getting right to about halfway of the show. Of course, of course, most artists, uh, especially as big as Lady Gaga, will perform more than fifteen songs in a concert. Uh, last night in uh, Toronto. Uh, Lady Gaga performed a total of 22 songs. I just asked for 15, so we didn't go over long on the uh, podcast. So uh, there, there will definitely be more uh, songs that you will get to hear than even what we're uh, listing on this list. But uh, we're at number seven now. So what do you have? So next, um, a song that I really want to hear her play on the piano is um, Speechless. Um, it was a song from her Fame Monster album. And um, I would love to hear her playing on the piano. It's definitely a song that I don't think that, you know, aside from when she did promote it for the Fame Monster, that I feel like she would play a whole lot because I know it wasn't like a very big hit. Um, I I think it like, um, and um, what was that? I'm sorry. It doesn't appear that it was actually released as a single. So I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's probably why. Um, But yeah, it did. um, It's one that I feel like a lot of, you know, unless you're like a hardcore Lady Gaga fan, you may not know. Um, but it's one of the first times that um, I heard her sing a song where I really connected with her, kind of like in a ballad form. Um, mm-hmm. 
um, you know, it's just this dramatic, you know, really amazing song where she's singing about how um, she never wants to talk again, basically, if she can't be with this person because this person left her speechless by leaving her. And, you know, it's just, it's just so heart wrenching. And it's one that I feel like I would definitely want to hear. And I think that it would be one that, you know, people, if they had not heard it and heard it, they would become a fan of it if they heard it. They got that chance. And so I would definitely want it to be played. All right, let's get on to number eight on your uh, Lady Gaga fantasy set list. Um, so the other song that I'd want her to play on the piano um, is um, Million Reasons from her Joanne album. Uh-huh. Um, I, was, um, I believe she won a Grammy for this um, performance. And um, it, uh, I really wanted to, one of the things I wanted to do on this album for this concert um, set list was I really wanted to, you know, find a way to kind of have every album represented. Yeah. Um, aside from her Tony Bennett um, thing, which albums, um, um, I really kind of wanted to have everything solo. else represented. Yeah, solo. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I felt like this was the song that, you know, from Joanne that I would really love to hear the most and it would be a way to incorporate it. Cause I feel like honestly, with most of these songs, like I feel like I really wanted to see like the ones that were more successful um, and had the bigger hits, like the fame and the fame monster were really successful. Born this way was really successful. Um, but I, I only ended up choosing one song from art pop and one song from Joanne, mm-hmm. but I still feel like I chose ones that represent it really well. A uh, Million Reasons was the number four Billboard Hot 100 hit off of Joanne. It was really the only hit off of Joanne, which was kind of a stripped down album for Lady Gaga. It didn't seem to sell as much or hit at home with her fans. But uh, that being said, as kind of a novice Lady Gaga fan myself, Million Reasons is actually one of my um, favorite tracks of her entire career uh i noticed she did not play it at her most recent concert in toronto and honestly uh i'm not sure if she played anything from joanne you you would be the one to be able to tell me that more more than i she actually when i did the set was i'd kind of looked um when i was i'd already kind of made a set list but then i was looking at some of her set lists and I was really shocked because there wasn't anything from Art Pop or Joanne. So it was kind of like those two albums. I think it's almost like her acknowledging, you know, hey, those weren't my biggest ones. Let me make sure I'm really giving the fans what they want. And, you know, so I feel like that. Um, but yeah, but I and my set list really wanted to make sure at least one was yeah. there to kind of represent it, though. Um, but I do understand why she would choose, you know, maybe to not. Um, and I th- some of the tracks off of Joanne, like Million Reasons and the title track, um, kind of lead into her uh, career doing stuff like Shallow and Always Remember This Way, Us This Way. And it's even kind of her modern version of something that you may have uh, heard from Tony Bennett who, in, in the 60s, who she loves so much, kind of a more modern take on, on, a, on a crooner uh, performance. So it's uh, it's interesting that the fans maybe didn't take to that as much because I, I know I I, I, got, I guess at least deep down these are extremely important songs to Lady Gaga herself. Mm, yeah, I believe so too. All right, let's get to number nine on your set list. We're getting close to the end of the of, of the set list uh before we get to the encore. Uh what do you have at number nine? So at number nine, this is one hundred percent 
a personal choice, probably the most personal choice where I literally was not thinking about anybody else other than myself, not thinking about the fans at all. Like when I was trying to think of like what, because in my head, I was trying to think of what would be great for me, what would be great for other people, like what I would want if I was wanting to share Lady Gaga, this is what I'd want to share. And um, the one that I chose was probably, in my opinion, the most underrated song of her career um, from the Born This Way album. It, the song is called Hair. Mm-hmm. And um, it is kind of, it's, it, I, it's very similar to Born This Way um, in kind of embracing who you are. Um, and, you know, um, she talks about, um, I've had enough. This is my prayer that I'll die living just as free as my hair. Um, and um, what, the line that gets me every time in the song that makes me just love it is, I just want to be free. I just want to be me. And another line is where she goes, I just want to be myself and I want you to love me for who I am. Mm-hmm. And those lyrics are just definitely, I feel like they're almost lyrics that just didn't make it into the born this way, you know. The song. track. And it was kind of almost like what she couldn't say in that song, she made it in this one. And so it's kind of like born this way, the sequel in a way to me. And, but it's fantastic. And if you haven't heard it, I suggest everybody listen to it. It's very upbeat. And the reason I chose it for at this point is because I feel like it's a, a really good song to help start. And after she's played this piano songs to start getting us back into, okay, I'm going to get us jamming again. And I felt, I felt like that was a great song and a great way to do that. Yeah. I think as um, music lovers, we all have songs when we go to concerts for our favorite artists that we, we know deep down they're never going to play. Uh, because they're deeper cuts from from albums. They weren't hits. They weren't even singles. Uh, but we, man, if they ever, if we ever did get to attend a show where they performed that song, it would really just not even make the whole concert, but really make our whole year. And that very rarely do do you get a chance to to see performances like that at, in concert. Yeah, what, it's true. What do you have at number ten on your list? Um, so number ten, I'm kind of getting these. Um, Next three before the, you know, mm-hmm. the starting to get into the encore are definitely kind of more recent, the more recent hits. Yeah. Um, I, well, we, yeah, because you've, you've gone, you've gone this far into your set list, nine songs without anything from, from the Chromatica uh, album, which we know being the Chromatica tour, she's definitely, yes. I have a bunch of songs from that album. So, so is this where you're putting those? Yes. Yes. Uh, and I went um, with Stupid Love first, um, which is, Oh, just love stupid love. It was the greatest, great, a great way for her because this was her first song where she had kind of left that Joanne stage and you know that strip more stripped down album. And stupid love was the first single and you know, the first video. And you know, seeing that, you know, you saw oh, Lady Gaga's the Lady Gaga that we know and love from the beginning is back. And so it's just a great. I felt like it was a good transition at this point. Now that we're just kind of back up, kind of get back to you know her get her getting back to what people love about her the most mm-hmm. um yeah it was a number five hit in 2020 right when she released chromatica during uh the uh, covid19 pandemic um it is a song that she's been often playing as the first song of her encore on her tour so i'm sure i'm sure you'll get the chance to see stupid love performed live oh yes yeah what do you think next um, and then the other one was the other Chromatica song that I went with, um, which was Rain On Me, the song that with Ariana Grande. Um, love that song. It's another one of the songs that I really love 
um, so much. And it's one of those that if you really think about the lyrics, even though it's very poppy, it's very, you know, heart, it's really heart wrenching. If you really listen to the lyrics, um, aside when you're dancing, you know, um, and I love that about it, but I also, I just love it. You know, this is a song that my daughter loves so much. And we, my daughter, every time it comes on, she's like, she does it like as deep as she can rain on me, you know, and it's just, just a song and it just, you know, it brings people together. And I feel like, you know, it's just a great thing for music to do. Uh, Rain On Me is the fifth number one of Lady Gaga's career, her most recent from 2020. Uh, I'm kind of surprised to find out that Lady Gaga only has five Billboard number one hits. Is that kind of a shock to you as well? Yes, it really is. And I think one of the things, if I'm remembering correctly, um, I think Bad Romance is a number two hit. Do you know if that's right? Oh, I can pull it up right now. Got it right in front of me. Uh, Bad Romance was a number two hit. Yes, that blows my mind. As, <laughs> that as that was an only only made it to number two. As we blows my mind. Paparazzi was only a um, six. It wasn't even top five. Uh, Edge of Glory only made it to number three. Claws four. Uh, Million Reasons four. Uh, and you know uh, she doesn't have uh, uh, any more. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get to some of the others. Uh, as we get to the end of your set list, I don't want to spoil them yet, uh, but uh, you had Just Dance, which was a number one hit, and you've had Shallow already, which was a number one hit, and now uh, Rain On Me. Mm-hmm. So, so you're at the last song of the main portion of your set list. Uh, it's often a song that you'll want to leave people uh, uh, ready for more, applauding, make sure that you're going to get an encore coming up. Uh, so what do you have finishing the uh, main part of your uh, set list? Um, so uh, this one is... Uh... Actually, actually, hold on one second, because I want to ask you one, one more thing. Because um, as we all know, Rain On Me is a collaboration with Ariana Grande. And there are I've seen some interesting collaborations done in concerts where uh, you have two options. Uh, you can either uh, do it yourself or... In some cases, I've seen uh, artists use screens where they perform their portion of the uh, song and then you get basically electronically performed uh, video or audio from the other artist on the track. Uh, do you have a preference as to how you would like to see Rain On Me performed? Um, well, honestly, I would honestly I would rather her just take on the part. Um uh, yes. Myself. Um, although I will, I will say, it, what was that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Go I will ahead, say I'm it sorry. is awkward when you see a performer. It it is awkward when you see a performer performing to a screen and uh, live in concert. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I do like it. Um, I know that. Um, what I'm thinking of right now that I would almost would love to see. Um, you know, for Taylor Swift's 1989 tour, she had so many people surprise, you know, guests um, and saying things um, with her. Um, like, I remember one of them was um, Lisa Kudrow. Um, uh-huh. And they sang Smelly Cat was one of them that sticks out. Um, and it kind of like, I don't know, it kind of, I kind of I think it'd be fun, like, if she was going to have, like, a surprise guest almost, like, have them sing that part of it with her. Like, yeah. I think that would be kind of a cool way. Like, if it couldn't be Ariana Grande you know, find somebody that would be willing to, that could reach that register, you know, would be a great way. I think that would be, be fun. If because, she, yeah. Being a stadium tour, uh, especially in Chicago, a big city like that, 
um, it's it's likely it's possible that that could happen. But if if that doesn't happen, you would like for just to do both parts by yourself. Yes, yeah, that's how I would prefer it. Yeah. Okay, let's get back to the song you would like to end the main set with. Okay, um, so that one is her most recent release um, from the Top Gun Maverick um, soundtrack, okay. "The Hold My Hand," which. I really feel I could honestly get her a second Oscar nom, or uh, well, not a second Oscar nomination, a fourth total Oscar nomination, um, um for original song because I think it's fantastic. Wouldn't be shocked if she won again, honestly, for it. Um, but I mean, we don't, we're not in the Oscar conversation yet about it. But 100% love it. I would love to, would definitely love to see it performed. Um, just fantastic song. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have broken through a whole lot yet, maybe because it's just a song from a film. But but then again, um, Shallow was a number one hit. Um, currently, uh, uh, Hold My Hand is topped at the at 49th on the Billboard Hot 100. I'm sure it's still a good chance that it'll, it'll creep its way even higher than that. But uh, it just doesn't seem to have... Um, which is weird because Top Gun Maverick is by far the most watched film in theaters this year. And I would imagine it has m- way more viewers already than A Star is Born ever did in the theater. So I, I don't know why it hasn't quite uh, taken hold with the country as much as Shallow did. But I will say it is the song she has been finishing, or, or at least her most recent concert in Toronto. She did finish her show with Hold My Hand. So. Do you have anything else you want to add about Hold My Hand? Um, no, I think that's about it, honestly. Okay, yeah. let's get let's get into the encore. You know, these are usually up tempo songs, often among the artist's biggest hits in their career. A lot of times, an artist, I, I highly doubt Lady Gaga is going to do this, but a lot of times, an artist will throw in a cover. Uh, which, you know, honestly, I'd rather just see them perform their own songs. Uh, and I, I think Lady Gaga's got enough hits; she's definitely going to do that. Uh, but what would you start the encore off with? Um, so the way the one that I chose um, for the to start it off would be "Born This Way." Mm-hmm. Um, Another one of her five number one hits of her career. Yes, and it's just such a—I mean, it's such an important song um, for the LGBTQIA community, and it's such such a such a bop. But I, I just love that it's such a bop. So gets you want to gets you wanting to dance, but has such an incredible message behind it. And um, I just think it's a really, I think that would be a, a 100% way that, in fact, I'm really, I was really shocked that um, Born This Way um, wasn't nominated for a song and record of the year at the Grammys. I was actually 100% shocked about that. Yeah, that looking back on that, it's been, it's been 10 years or more, but looking back on that, that is uh, somewhat of a shock. Uh, she's of course been performing this in concert. It's probably one of her must performs every time she has a show. Uh, she's been performing this uh, on the piano, kind of acoustic with a, a starting acoustic leading into a full band performance. So that should be interesting to see if she continues to do that when she gets to Chicago. Oh yeah, that sounds great. Uh, what do you have next? Um, so next um, I would be Poker Face. Of course. Because Poker Face is a song I can't imagine her ever not performing. Um, you know, it was the, you know, the first, um, time that she got nominated for song and record of the year at the Grammys, um, and just was, you know, it was a number one hit and just, I mean, a lot of people, when they think of Lady Gaga, that tends to be, 
you know, especially people that just haven't followed their career, they will at least know Poker Face. And so I just definitely can't imagine her not playing that one. So you're you're really going heavy and greatest hits, Born This Way, Poker Face, are songs that would probably make many Lady Gaga fan top five all-time songs. Uh, Are you going to end with Bad Romance? Yeah, absolutely. I'm wondering if you're going to leave it off the, uh, and by the way, she's been performing Poker Face in the early part of her performances on this tour. Um, Bad Romance is actually the song that she kicked off her Toronto show with last night, which would have been August 6th uh, in Toronto. Um, you, she's, she performed it first. You're saving it for last. Um, tell us why. Yeah. So, and honestly, I mean, I understand honestly why she's doing it first, honestly, too, because, you know, it is um, so, such a big hit for her. And um, it, it definitely does its job of um, getting everybody excited, too. Um, I think for me, the biggest thing was I just, when I think of it, like, I just feel like after, I, I guess in my head, like, Bad Romance is just like probably it's the other one of the top three that I, go over and over again with in my mm-hmm. favorite song. And, but it's just the one that I just think would be so perfect to end it because after that, I just can't imagine, you know, romance, like, and I know she will in the show, but to me, that's just a song that I'm like, man, that's just the perfect way to end the show. And then have everybody walk into their car, yeah. rah, rah, woo la la, you know, <laughs> just, you know, um, but I do understand why she would do it at first too, honestly. Yeah, um, so if there were a um, song that maybe the majority of Lady Gaga fans out there listening are like, how did he not include this on, on his Lady Gaga fantasy list? What, what would you guess that that song might be? Ooh, um, well, I know she, the one that probably comes to my mind the most is Telesong. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. Um well- which she has been performing in concert, which was, of course, a collaboration she did with uh, Beyonce. Yes, I think that's the one that probably would be the one that I, I, I would I could hear people being like, I don't understand you on that. Um, but she also did have several, like, I mean, that were big. Um, like Alejandro was one of them I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I um, was another one. Um, that I thought of too. I mean, like, and, and those were ones that, you know, I cut, like I went through her whole list and shows and then just started cutting and, you know, Alejandro and um, you and I were two that were last minute cuts, you know? Yeah. So there was definitely, and there's one too that I love too. That's very upbeat. Um, that wasn't as big of a hit called Mary the night um, oh. that I wanted on there too. Um, but, you know, ultimately I just felt these were the ones that I feel like, you know, if I had 15 songs that I wanted somebody that didn't even know who Lady Gaga was, and I, pers- I, I if there was somebody on this planet that just for some reason didn't know who she was at all, and I was dragging them to this concert, these were just the 15 songs that I'd be like, okay, for you to really appreciate her, this is what you've got to hear. And so, I so but but I do understand. You know, Telephone was I think the last one that I cut. Okay. So, some of the songs she has been performing lately, um, at least in Toronto last night, that didn't make your cut are uh, Always Remember Us This Way from um, A Star Is Born. 
uh, 1000 Doves, Enigma, uh, Fun Tonight, Free Woman, Babylon. So, so these are some of the songs she has been performing in concert that didn't quite make your list. But like I said, she's been performing, been performing 22 songs, uh, and, and, and I only asked for 15 for this show. So that makes some sense. Um, let's run down your set list real quick. You're opened with applause, which as one should, um, but, uh, surprisingly she hasn't been performing it. Uh, the bulk of your set list two through 12 are uh, just dance paparazzi love game, the edge of glory, shallow speechless million reasons, hair, stupid love rain on me and hold my hand. So in there you have some of her greatest hits, uh, some of her um, most recent hits and then a uh, deep cut like hair. So that's, that's all great. And then you're going to end the show with your three song encore of what are, what some people might even rank as her three greatest songs of all time. Uh, you're starting with born this way, going into poker face and ending your fantasy lady Gaga concert with bad romance. I hope when you see her at uh, Wrigley Field in Chicago on August 15th, so in about a week, a little over a week, I hope she performs most of these songs uh, for you. Um, she's performing tomorrow in Washington, D.C. at the Washington Nationals Baseball Park. She'll be performing August 11th in New York City at MetLife Stadium. And uh, then your show, uh, August 15th in Chicago. She'll be performing uh, more American shows in Boston, Dallas and Atlanta and then in Hershey, Pennsylvania later this month. I imagine um, most of those, uh, I imagine all of those are sold out, but you may be able to find some secondary tickets. She goes to Japan for a couple shows and then back to uh, the United States to finish up her tour in California, Texas, and then Miami, Florida on September 17th. Um, so uh, do you have anything you want to add and, and about how much you're looking forward to seeing her in just over a week? Um, yes, I, I'm just, you know, I'm honestly, one thing I wanted to throw out there is years ago when I really started getting into music around the 2006, 2007, 2008 era, you know, I told myself, you know, I remember me and my wife made a list and there were four artists that I wanted to see in concert that I, cause I tend to love women, the singers of more, I tend to favor them more. Uh -huh. Um, I think it's because I connect with them more most of the time. Um, and, but there were four artists that I wanted to see in concert and I made a list and I, it was Taylor Swift, Carrie Underwood, Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. And oh, is, this is, Lady this Gaga is, what was that? Have you gotten to the other three yet? Yes. That's why I, what I'm really excited about because I've seen, I saw Katy Perry on her witness tour here in Little Rock. I saw Carrie Underwood on her play on tour in Little Rock. I saw Taylor Swift on Speak Now in Little Rock and at Reputation in um, St. Louis, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And so Lady Gaga is my final diva that I, that I made when I made that list years ago that I wanted to see. So she's fulfilling my list yep. of divas that I wanted to see. So I'm really excited about it. Yep. Your diva concert bucket list is almost to the top. There, <laughs> there's a pun for you. I know you like your puns. 
um let's uh let's wrap this show up and i'm thankful that you joined us this is the very first of what i hope will be a continuing series for the word podcast of my fantasy concert set list and i i know for a fact you're gonna join us again because we gotta do taylor swift i know you have to do taylor swift oh absolutely if if we don't do any other one we've got to do that one so and i hope to get a few other guests to do some and some i might do on my own like bruce springsteen and and others so so I, i look forward to continuing the series with you and with others so thanks a lot for joining me tyler on on the word podcast today all right thank you so much i had a blast all right you have a good one and enjoy that show in eight days thank you i appreciate it bye bye